0: Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then, that same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line, and that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call... The dry line. Well, welcome back. This is episode 26 of the Dry Line Farmer Podcast, and I'm your host, Brent Carlson. And with me, as always, Lance Host, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, Brent. Landon, we're looking at the pivot track rain report here, and uh, we're uh, right before we started recording here, all the ag tweets out there were actually kind of rooting me on, it felt like, and uh, said, man, I-, I posted a couple of pictures and videos of uh, some weather reports and uh, even a little deal out the window, and... Looked like it was promising. Looked like it was going to completely change my attitude. And then it just pissed me off. A big whopping like two-tenths of rain. So that puts me up to my total of about, I'm almost getting close to a half inch for the last seven months. But we're not going to, that's all we're going to talk about the rain today. No more. It's it's just not, we're not going to do it. So Landon, tell me, you said you're in the middle of planting. Are y'all getting about done?
1: We were until we got that half inch of rain a while ago.
0: Yeah, you can suck on it. <laughs> well, Landon, he farms about 10 miles away from our place, and actually about three miles away from another place, and we st- he still out us. And uh, so, yeah, I guess that's what they get the old co-op kick there, huh? Yeah, I think so. But uh, anyways, yeah, we're not going to talk about that anymore, because it's just going to piss me off. But we want to welcome you to the Dry Line Farmer podcast, and uh, we want you to follow us and follow all our tweets and uh, whenever we publish this bad dude. It's gonna come out on at Trader Brent. That's at Trader Brent on Twitter and Landon. It's still no twit, Landon. Forty four. Still there. They hadn't. They hadn't kicked you off yet, no, huh?
1: No. No. I've been posting some racy stuff, and it's still there.
0: That's saying something because they. It must be liberal stuff because they. <laughs> they. They do our conservative stuff, man. They kick us out like Trump in a North Korean meeting. <laughs> well, today we. Uh, I'm getting into these TV shows, and I guess it's probably a guilty pleasure. And I'm sure you've all at least seen a clip of it. My 600 pound life, it's just something you can't pass by. It's kind of like one of those, like I said, one of those fishing shows where you just have to stop and look for a little while and just see if they could really get that tub of guts out of the house through the door. My favorite story is, uh, you know, where they actually had to knock a hole through the wall to get this, get this van sized, you know, Argentinian out the door so they could get him down to the lap band clinic. But, Isn't that the
1: one where they couldn't even fit in the ambulance?
0: I think they had to have made him right on the top or something. They brought in a crane, maybe, <laughs> put, him uh, a put, him, put him in a box truck, put him in put him in a five yard wheel loader, and just put hauled him down to the hospital and started stapling his mouth shut. Because I don't think that lap band was going to do anything. But we got to talk about our what was it, our. Great weather forecast we had last week of Ricardo being possessed or actually wasn't a possession. It was an out and out replacement. Satan just up and pulled him out from his mariachi band spot and just took over the whole weather report, which we were really expecting that. But you know, this is a live broadcast, so nonetheless, you just kind of go let the show must go on, as they always say. And uh, our sponsor last week, you know, they paid pretty well. They might even be back this week. We're not too sure, you know, if it if Miss if Miss Mary Kay is going to come back with another. You know, I've never known Tupperware parties to be that kind of sensual, but you know, you do it sells. So nothing, you know, sex and freshness it always goes together. <laughs> but before we go any further, we want to thank a couple of different people. We did a, I did Ag of the World posted uh, their Twitter site last week for a week. I want to thank Cheyenne at J Lazy S Angus is her Twitter handle, and we just had a great we had a great time uh, talking to all the Ag tweets and um, gaining a few followers and following a few new folks and. It was a great time. We got to speak ever speak with everyone from all the way from America down to New Zealand, I believe. There was one guy, and that was pretty wild. That was pretty insane. I highly recommend if that's your type of deal, you know, maybe she'll ask you and hit you up sometime to host that Twitter site for a week and uh, have a great time there. And also, we really wanted to hit a shout out to at Jared McDaniel and his wife, Julie McDaniel. They have a new podcast, and they we did an interview together here, and it just dropped this past Monday of May about the uh, was that 13th, landing. Or no, Sir. yeah, May 14th, actually. And it was a great time. We talked about everything. And I was really impressed with the flow of their show. And boy, Julie, she's got just a heck of a, of a voice. I was really impressed. And Jared's got a really good set of questions and uh, comments to go with that, as long as his beautiful wife. So we wanted to thank uh, at Jared McDaniel. You can follow their, subscribe to their podcast. It's uh, Ag Uncensored. And it got a little uncensored at times, so we were pretty, you know, it was a kind of a free-for-all there for a while. So we talked, we covered everything from what? Egyptians beating Hebrews to rabbit skunks <laughs> to, you know, you name it. We were there. so But no people were harmed when we, we had that podcast. So nonetheless, we wanted to thank all those people and kind of get those names out. Not that they really need any names. They're bigger than we are, but we had a great time with them and um, we don't want to let these other people uh, think that we forgot them, but Taylor Truckee and uh, Randy Ermacher, let's see, that's at trailer underscore Truckee and at cornfarm, or cornfirmer he doesn't have a couple A's and an E in there. Anyway, we we talked a little bit about Nebraska dry holes, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to get to it this week. Uh, but they talked about dry holes and wet holes, and I don't know where their minds are going. But I already told them that I, it's pushing the envelope on these episodes that I whether I can decide whether I need to put an explicit rating on these things to begin with. So don't let don't think that I forgot you. I'm looking at the tweeter, uh the Twitter the Twitter thread right now that we were talking about here a few days ago, and uh, just let you know. It's on the, it's on the radar. So don't, don't let me think that I forgot you. But nonetheless, there's some more name dropping for you. But yeah. So today, 800 or 600 pound lives. I'm sure there's some 800 pounders out there, Landon. Did you ever see Landon? That guy, he was a Hawaiian. He sang some songs. Dude was like seven bucks. Like they hauled him around in like a, you know, like a van sized wheelbarrow everywhere. <laughs> they just plopped him down and he played a, uh, what's the ukulele. It was, it was actually probably a, it was actually probably a big cello. He just made it look like a ukulele when he played it because he was so freaking huge. Anyway, so I, uh, we went there on our honeymoon in Hawaii, and that's the first time you heard the song. And he sang that song. It was on fifty first dates, and it was a, uh, so, was it somewhere over the rainbow? And he sings like real lilting, and I mean it's real relaxing. Anyway, so we're going, we went on this hike, and we have a guide, and there's like us and like a dozen other tourists. <laughs> And um anyway, so he starts playing the song. I'm like, oh that's nice. Anyway, and they had like the CD cover, like the C D case back when they had CDs. And it just had a picture of the guy, and he was like I said, he was like six or seven bucks, and he had this big old, you know, long hair. And I was just like, Is this is this like the front or the back of the guy? <laughs> and it was just silence. <laughs> Apparently this is a beloved character in all of Hawaii. And I don't know if the guy had died recently died or was on his way out.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only the only ever the only time I ever heard about that guy was when we talked about this about five or six
0: podcasts ago. <laughs> is, it, is my memory that bad, Landon? <laughs> Did we really talk about it? Yeah, you don't remember. That. Jeez. Israel Kamakana kinda wanna lay or something. I don't know. Anyway. Go back and listen to our thread. I think Landon's full of shit. Nonetheless. This guy was huge and it was it was not one of my finer comedic moments because I mean <laughs> it was like I was trying to say Hawaii should not be their own nation, you know. <laughs> or they you know they should secede from the United States and let the Hawaiians take it back over. I bet you knew what Aloha meant when they told it to you after that. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Aloha means FU in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I don't believe landing for a second. We've I've talked about it, but we've never talked about it. So that was his 600-pound life, and Landon he he printed out some stuff and on that TV show 600-pound life, and we'll get go through that. But first, before we go any further, we got to get to our sponsor, and we got to get to hopefully Ricardo. I don't know if you know if he saw the priest or he's still on his way out or what, but uh, you'll just have to wait and find out. Because I don't I, know, Brandon
1: El, El Diablo, his his forecast is pretty accurate.
0: Well, yeah, I mean. You know, it kind of goes back to that whole dry hole thing that, uh, <laughs> Corn Firmer and, uh, Taylor Chucky were talking about. So gross. I know it is just it's, <laughs> so people are so dirty. I hey, weather, sponsor, actually, sponsor, whether you think I'd have that right order by now. And then our top dog segments right after that. Hey, does your mama like to feed you the pasta? Has your mama fed you a pasta every meal for the last 27 years? And now you're like 600 pounds or more. You just sit on the couch. Gravity. Hey, <laughs> gravity is not your best friend, my friend. Well, so you're gonna like sit on the couch there all day, every day, all night, crapping on yourself. It's it's just it's a real shit show. I mean, let's be honest, I sugarcoated it, And if we sugarcoated it, you'd probably eat it right off my head. You'd probably eat my hand myself. Well, look no further. The Fat Man of Rotisserie. You just well, you're not gonna hop on it. We bring in a forklift, lift you up, cheek by cheek, roll by roll, and we put you on. Uh, we we put you on Mama's rotisserie. We call it the Fat Man of rotisserie, you know. But hey, we put you on it. It's industrial strength. It's got like half inch of steel. This thing just rolls and rolls. You know, kind of like you twirl the pasta around your tongue and you twirl it around your fork. It's like a lady in the tramp scene, except you're the lady and the tramp, and you probably both ate the poor, the poor animals, huh? Hey, man Rotisserie. You can't live without it. Your skin will thank you for it. It rolls you. Just remember, roll by a Tony Kopechny, because Tony Kopechny is also 500 pounds. And, hey, I go for my gastric bypass the next week. And next week after that, I go for another bypass. I bypass the buffet. I bypass the chicken filet. Hey, Tony Kopechny and the Fat Man Rotisserie. We'll bring the forklift. You just bring your ass. Tony Kopechny, brought to you by your favorite people at Mary Kay's Tupperware Parties. Don't forget us. This is Tony Kopechny, signing off. you enjoyed last week's forecast because we were spot on the money. It was hot all week, blue all week. I don't know why you go back to that Latino from the south of the border because Del you know, Diablo nails it on the head every time. We don't sugarcoat it. We don't sweeten it. We tell you how it is. Well, this week's forecast is going to be big. Hey, hey, it's a pro. Hey, you pick you take that culo back to the beach of Hades where you came from, Bato. Hey, do you think you're going to keep Radar Ricardo down? Because this is Radar Ricardo, the real dry-nut podcast. Whether I'm a meteorologist yeah, anybody could have called that forecast last week, man. You could, have been, you could be a fallen angel and got that forecast right, Vato, because this week, it's all together, all different, man. It's not going to be hot. It's not going to be cold. It's going to be right in the beach and middle, man. It's going to be, like, the 70s and, like, 80s. Like, for seven days, man, it's going to be all wet and wild, man. You even got chances of rain. El Niño, La Niña, man, they're back on the up and up. So, you know, you got chances, man. It's going to be all great. Hey, hey, what's hey. your Oh, hey man, hey, you talk about my sister one more time like that, Bato, and I'll take your culo back to hell for a part, like permanent, man. Hey, 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 this week's Dry Up bumper Podcast, weather i day, brought to you by the Fat Man Rotisserie. Hey, when you weigh over 500, even 600 pounds, Bato, you're gonna sit all day on your fat ass, and it's just gonna sit. I remember that one story where that Bato's skin like literally grew to the couch. Man, I mean, he literally became a couch cushion. Well, this thing rolls you and rolls you like a chicken and an else, man. It's crazy. The industrial strength, fat man rotisserie roll. Don't leave it out. It's your great, it's a great Mother's Day, Precipato. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey, this is Radar Ricardo Adelacerio. Uh, back to you. So that was all wonderful and crazy. What? What? It's amazing how we come across our uh, topics for our podcast this week and how we literally change them in the middle of recording it because we were going to talk about our farming nightmares and we just decided we couldn't wait to get to our 600-pound life and uh, the fault are all that uh, entails with it. But yeah, we were going to talk about your farming nightmares and we decided, you know, we have some, but if y'all want to uh, tweet at us with some of your nightmares that you've had over your lifespan of farming and just life in general. But, yeah, give us your Farming Nightmares tweet at Trader brand or you, you can even send it to Landon if you want to, at NoTwitLandon44, because uh, he needs all the tweets he can get. But we'll be getting to that in uh, later episodes and uh, so forth. So, But, yeah, my 600-pound life. Now, Landon, when you, you brought this kind uh, of print out of the Wikipedia page, and we always know it's 100% accurate. But um, the first thing we noticed was some of the uh, production production staff that's on this thing and the first thing we saw was the composer and the composer of i guess it's the song i don't know what even know what the song is it's not a hard knock life is it it's probably self-titled self-titled <laughs> but it's called his name is david hamburger <laughs> i mean that's gotta be a joke right landon uh, can you verify this guy's uh, name i hope it's accurate <laughs> yeah well, so David Hamburger named this or did the song, and uh, one of the producers is uh It's probably less funny because these people have never seen an apple, but Leslie Appleyard. I mean, it's still a food. And then to top it off, the distributor not the distributor. The distributor's Learning Channel. It really ought to be Animal Planet. Is what it ought to be. <laughs>
1: I thought I thought TLC stood for the Lunch
0: Channel when I was reading about this. <laughs> Maybe it should be the Food Network. <laughs> but the production company is. <laughs> Megalomedia Media, For the 600 pound life show Who's the director? Max Kankles? I don't know, maybe Chubba the Hutt
1: Oh <laughs> uh,
0: Wookie Solo Anyway, so yeah, my 600 pound life So I, you can't help but not watch this show When it's not during commercials Which you know, everybody knows Every time you're flipping through TV shows It's always commercials No matter what I guess they're all on the same commercial schedule But I digress so yeah, Landon pulled this up, and it's funny they all the uh, all the episodes. It's always uh, such and such a story, like Melissa's story or Loopy's story. And some of the rerun episodes they titled "Supersized" and "Extended," which includes additional facts and footage, respectively. Also aired during the season, and so they have the doctor, and of course he's not he's not an American, but he's a real real well spoken surgeon. His name is. Yunan, now and uh, they call him Dr. Now. <laughs> I don't know if that they think they're going to lose their weight now or not, but uh, anyway, he's the guy that does the gastric bypass surgery and the, uh, all that good stuff. But so it goes out to say, um, these people get onto the show, and first thing this guy does is try to get them to start losing weight the old fashioned way. And um, we all know and all can tell that it's obviously worked really well for these people. That they walking in sick can land it. At what point do you give up? It's either
1: right after your friends have to pull back your stomach fat to get the TV remote out, or after Doctor Now finds a three liter bottle of soda <laughs> behind your pillow that you've been
0: hiding. <laughs> it's probably diet soda. I mean, you got to give yeah. them credit for that. But I mean, is it three hundred pounds? Is it well? I mean, three hundred pounds isn't so bad as long as you're over what six foot five. You I know, think if, if
1: I got the two fifty, I'd really start. Looking at some
0: things. If you start measuring your food, not in calories, but in weights and measures of feet and inches, you know, <laughs> I mean, we already do that at Sonic, you know. Yeah. Foot long. who got <laughs> <at> the foot long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're getting the foot long at Sonic, you know, we're getting the root 44 ounce drink at the fast stop. I mean, you know, you're in America. They don't have, I bet they don't have a foot long in Pakistan. What do you think, Lennon? I
1: bet not. That's the other thing that's funny about this show is it says, origin of the show united states <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this thing this thing didn't originate out of uganda <laughs> yeah. i mean if this was like the marathon show or something yeah that's <laughs> a good point landon you're not going to go to the horn of africa and find yeah. get the 600 pound life guy they probably don't even have rhinos that weigh 600 pounds in the horn of africa that's just fun to say horn of africa Landon, I got a joke for you. (laughs) Okay. Your your mama's so fat, if she was a TV show, she would always be to be continued. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get that out before I forgot it because I don't write stuff down. But anyway, so the concept of the show goes on to say, the series was originally a five-part miniseries involving four morbidly obese patients. Because of its popularity, new episodes were filmed, including a Where Are They Now retrospective And I can already, uh, spoiler alert, they're not very far from now from where they were two years ago. And um, so, yeah, they had a retrospective of where they are now in season four that follows up on the previous patients to track their weight loss journey months or years after the bariatric season. Now, Landon, have you watched the show very much? I've only seen a few episodes, Brent. It's something you got to record. I mean, it's, it's, it's really a, it's not a page turner. You just can't look away. It's just something, and they've only lost, what, a couple people. And we might be sounding insensitive here, but, I mean, really. 600, it's not like they've got, you know, they don't have cancer or lupus or something like that. I mean, they might have it later because of it. But, I mean, this is mostly, you know, self-inflicted problems. And, Landon, I've always wondered this. Who do you think is worse? The person that weighs six bucks or the people that's bringing in the truck to feed them? Who are you blaming more?
1: Yeah, when people can't get out of their bedroom, there's got to be an enabler.
0: Yeah, I mean, or three. I mean, you're if if you're hauling in stuff for your friend in a wheelbarrow, you know, chances are you're not a very good friend.
1: Maybe it's like you said when you got the idea for the show. Maybe maybe the American farmer's to blame for producing all this food.
0: And see, I had no, I had the opposite idea. I was <laughs> I was thinking, you know, the American farmer has succeeded when they have to come out with a show that says. My 600-pound life. You know, of course, now they're going to probably try to blame subsidies on it because these... <laughs> yeah. Subsidies are making the American consumer fat. That's that's one of my favorite arguments against subsidies. But, you know, anyway, these people, I mean, none of these people are... They're barely middle class. You know, they've even gone down to South America and found some, you know, episodes to film down there because they had some... I think it was like the fattest guy in the world was like out of Argentina or Brazil or something, but... Anyway, they went down there, and of course they didn't speak English, obviously, because it's in Argentina. But I mean, <laughs> even the subtitles were in all caps. That's how fat this guy was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, this is another one of those stories where they had to bust out the doors to get this guy into the. I mean, down there it was a wagon; they didn't have a motor vehicle down there. But but that's another thing. It's always a minivan on these episodes when they're te- when they're hauling these ass <laughs> these people down to the doctor's clinic, you know, to uh, get their weight going. And it's like, oh, I just can't. I can't fight this weight gain that I'm having. It's like, what fight? You, just sit there and don't do anything and not eat while you're sitting there.
1: Do you imagine how horrible it'd be if your house caught kind on of fire and you can't
0: like get out of the room? <laughs> this would be the only time in history landed where where you, the person stopped, dropped, and rolled and put everybody else out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean
1: think of a burglar broke in they're like hey I can't get into this safe it it needs your fingerprints come over here (laughs) they're like oh I can't
0: (laughs) and there's some good stuff in there too (laughs) who says that a morbidly obese person can't thwart a robbery attempt (laughs) Yeah. but one of my favorite things about all these patients you know I guess you can call them I guess they're patients is they always have this attitude like oh I'm trying and yeah you just don't know (laughs) I mean we just watched a YouTube video of this one gal Shanae Shanine? Anyway, I mean, she's just trying to talk some mad junk to this doctor. And she's like, I'm 28 years old. I've been in this body for 28 years old. And he's like, man, I've been I've been practicing medicine for twice that long. <laughs> Can you imagine what the conversations this doctor has when he goes back to his native country and talks about all these ugly Americans that he has to diagnose with morbid morbid obesity? I mean, could, do you think they even... I'm trying to figure out where this guy is from. I mean, what do you think? Is he from... Uh, Not is he Middle Eastern? Uh, Landon, you just did a bang up job on the research paper on this thing. He's from looks like he's from Iran, which I mean that really goes great with the international relations between the Americans and the Iranians. You got a whole bunch of Iranians that probably don't have one of them that's over two bucks, and he goes back and you know during Ramadan.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course, Brent, he's from the country that 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 is that is the thing that he can't get his patients to do which is Iran.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Landa, that's some straight comedy right there now <laughs> but no it's so funny these all these patients they always cop an attitude with him like they are trying and we just watch this one video she's she keeps going on and on about water weight i mean the, and he's like it's not water weight it's fat i mean i'm loving this guy he doesn't sugarcoat That's a bad term. (laughs) Yeah. He's... He's really, I mean, he's really literally trying not to sugarcoat it. All the while, he's pulling empty pizza boxes out from
1: under her bed. It's just awful. It's
0: it's a great intervention. And then the guy, her brother, I don't know if it's her brother or boyfriend or what. and He's like, oh, no, I ate that pizza. That And, you know, the nurses saw her eat this pizza, like the whole thing, brought her in hamburgers and everything. And it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, I guess it's sad, really. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It is. But anyway, this guy has... You know, so anyway, if the people lose the weight, the premise of the story, if they lose like they usually have to lose like 150 pounds before he even does the surgery. Yeah, otherwise, they won't survive it. But if they do the surgery and, and uh, they lose all this weight and if they do like in a certain amount of time or do it, they'll they'll pay for the skin removal surgery and that Landon. It's got to be like that scene in Fight Club when they go into that liposuction clinic and they're throwing those bags of fat over the top of the razor wire. And it oh slops gosh. all over uh, not uh, all over Ed, Ed Norton. Is it Ed Norton? It's probably Meatloaf. <laughs> the bags? Yeah. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tyler Durden. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just disgusting. Can you imagine all... There's, it looks like Play-Doh that's heated up to right below its melting point is basically <laughs> where it looks like. I mean, if, you know, if you stop and think about it, why don't they just put these people in like a facility for like 60? I mean, I, I guess if the insurance can cover it or whatever, obviously it's expensive. But why don't they just put them in a facility for like three months where they're on basically on guard, everything but prison and just, you know, guard their food stash the whole time? I mean, wouldn't that be more... I mean, obviously, these people can't be trusted with a buffet table. I mean, I, I guarantee you they've got it's it's like you go into those uh, shops that have the bounce checks posted up underneath the glass counter by the cash register. <laughs> they have pictures of these fat people's like do not feed this animal. <laughs>
1: I know. I know the episode or two I saw like the people just while they were in the hospital bed for a few months, some of them lost like well over 100 pounds which can you imagine losing over 100 pounds and not getting out of bed i mean in a just month. just workouts that you've done in bed
0: yeah like, i mean they could literally just lift the remote control up for like a 30 minute episode of seinfeld and they'd lose like 5 pounds it's un- i mean when you lay, when you weigh 600 plus pounds you can lose 100 pounds that's only what 10% of your body weight or i mean not 10 it's actually it's 16 you can lose a person can lose 16% of their body weight and still be morbidly obese by, like, 300 pounds. I mean, that's insanity.
1: What is the limit where you're morbidly obese? What?
0: I think if once your body mass, once your BMI goes over gravy, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're considered morbidly obese. Landon, do we need to bring out a BMI chart? Because we can do that.
1: My it's, first sincere question of this whole freaking podcast, <laughs> and that's the response I
0: get. Okay, Landon, so you are... What, 180 pounds? I oh, weigh 205. Okay, 205. You are six, six foot. foot, very bald, very bald. You're you're overweight, Landon. <laughs> so okay, let's say you are 250. You're obese at TLC, about 225 obese at 225 Landon (laughs) you better hold off of those you better hold off of those Bud Lights I'm not supplying any more food for you better quit doing those leg workouts so you and I are exactly the same because I'm like 200 and my cardiologist gets all pissed off because I'm 200 but you know what I've been in this body for 37 (laughs) years (laughs) and I know he hasn't been practicing for twice that long I mean yeah he has saved my mom's life once but you know he's still not going to talk crap to me so guys, basically it is—you don't have to have beef jerky every every meal that you eat. You don't have to have bacon, although it does sound awesome. You don't want to end up on my 600-pound life. You want to end up on American Ninja Warriors, what you're really aiming for. But obviously, none of that thing, none of that stuff is realistic. So watch out. Just watch out for those snow cones because they'll sneak up and get you. But the moral of the story is everything in moderation, right? Landon, let's cut it off there. We might get to those nightmares next week. If we have any more ideas on the 600-pound life thing we've got going here, we'll talk about it then. But hopefully we'll have better, better rain reports next week. I know I promised I wouldn't talk about it, but, you know, we're farmers, so what else are we going to complain about? But until next time, Landon, great to have you as always. Great to be here. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. That's right. You're going to be dreaming about some getting to 225 and having your wife cut you off of the... Of the, what do you drink? Like mayonnaise in the morning? Honey, if you're
1: listening to this, just make a
0: salad for supper. That's right. (laughs) And don't get skimpy on the ranch dressing. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, cue that music up, and we'll ask you what side of the line are you on? The Dry Line Palmer podcast brought to you by. Fat Man Rotisserie Rolls. This is a Donica pekine. Hey, we'll roll you round and round. The Droughton Farmer Podcast All Rights Reserved 2018.